Parshas Vayeshev, Shabbos Hanukkah. I'd like to discuss the minog to give tzedakah on Hanukkah, the minog to give gifts on Hanukkah, as well as something in the parsha which relates the gifts which Yaakov, the gift that Yaakov gave to his son Yosef. So we're all very familiar with the common minhag, I suppose you call it, of Hanukkah gelt and Hanukkah presents. I have heard that there are some that say it comes from the from the nations of the world, that it comes from the custom, I guess, of giving Xmas gifts underneath the tree, and therefore they are not a fan of the custom to give presents on Hanukkah. However, it seems that there, at least for Hanukkah gelt and other gifts, it seems like there is some level of the source for where this came from. Mishabura, in some of the cites that the minute gives for Adnim to go around collecting on Hanukkah. It seems that the people would be more accepting, more willing to to give stock on Hanukkah. And he references us, references the Primagadim. The Primagadim explains that the Gzeira of the Ivanim was on the Yamudi Ha'ilam of Tyre and and therefore, we have to be mechazik ourselves. I don't, he does not mention Gemil's Chasadim, but he says we have to be mechazik ourselves. During these days, we have to strengthen ourselves in the three pillars that the world stands on Torah, Avoda, which refers to Tfila, Davening, and Gemil's Chasadim, doing acts of kindness. And therefore, he says during the days of Hanukkah, we have to increase our learning of the Torah and increase our Avoda Shabalev, our Tfila, and giving thanks to Hashem, and Gemil's Chasadim, through giving Tzaka and doing other acts of kindness through our money, begof, and with our actions with ourselves as well. So it's very clear that there was a minog to give extra staka during Hanukkah, and the Seid Vesheresh HaVayda also writes this as well, that there's a big maila to giving staka, presumably he's, he's coming with the Kabbalah, and to give staka during these days. Especially to those that study Torah, I guess you get the two ideas of Torah and staka together. And it seems this is Rav Yaakov in Simon Tafresh Ayin, as well as quoted to have said, that this is also where the minig originated from, that people would send staka to the Rebbeim, the people that were teaching Torah, to the Malamdim, and they would send it with their children. And being that they were giving Hanuk, they were giving gelts, they were giving money to their children to bring for the Rebbe, the minig also came about to give money to the children as well. Chaim Kanievsky is quoted in, say, in the Sefer de Reisiach, a slightly different version, they would say that Niam would sometimes send their children to go collecting because they knew people would give tzedakah, so they would send their children, and therefore, because they were embarrassed, so therefore people would give children money for their families, and therefore, I guess, the minute came to give all of one's children, and therefore, Rabbi Yaakov says it wouldn't be a problem to, to it, it seems like he just turned into doing that, so I don't know if it's a, a minute that one needs to abide by. However, he doesn't view it as a problem being chukos ha'akum, following in the ways of the guy to give money to, to children, to give Hanukkah gelt, and he, said, and he says perhaps it's even the opposite, that the guy took the minute from us. But he Chaim, Chaim Friedlander, quotes an idea in the name of the Panovich Rav, that he said that the Yivanim made a not to not to learn Torah, 
And this lasted for presumably a, a, a while. I'm not sure exactly how long it was. So once they were matzliach, in order to encourage the children to have a positive incentive to engage in Torah study once again, they would give them presents, they would give them money in order to encourage them to study Torah. And therefore he says that's where this came from. I saw this idea also in the Book of Our Heritage, the Sefer HaTodah from the Yolkitov said a similar idea that it's to give them a positive sense that we're going we're gonna to enjoy now, we're going to have a presence, and then this is to give us strength to go study Torah for the rest of the winter. So that would be maybe not just the Kabyaf Kavnetsky, a reason how it kind of just merged into that, but this is an actual reason to explain why this is a good custom. When giving presents to one's children, we have to bear in mind the Gemara Shabbos Yerim Obeis, which relates to this week's parasha, that it says that Yaakov Inu gave a Ketonis Pasim, he gave this special cloak, coat, to his son Yosef. And the Gemara says, I'm Rav Chaim Ben Gurya, I'm Rav, obviously we're talking about Yaakov, you know, but the Gemara says it, so we have to be careful, but the Gemara says it, La'olam Yashana Adam Beno Ben Habanim, a person shouldn't differentiate between one child, between amongst the other children. Because of the amount of money that Yaakov Inu paid to buy that, that, that the special coat for Yosef, more so than his other children, they had jealousy. Obviously the story between the jealousy and Yosef and his brothers is not a simple story. And there's a lot of depth to it. But the Gemara says that it caused some level of jealousy. And therefore, a person needs to be careful not to arouse jealousy amongst their children. And in fact, the Rambam in Hilchah's Nachlus, Tarek Vav Halacha Zayin, in fact, when he's talking about when a person is giving, when a person gives away their property, he writes, A person should not differentiate between one child, one person, he actually writes, between his sons in his lifetime. I feel the in order not to cause jealousy and strife. The Torah as well brings this. In Simon Mishpat, Simon Reish Pebez, he writes that he's discussing over there also if a person would differentiate between or, or change their Yerusha. And he writes that a person shouldn't choose to give more of a, in his tzava, and their will, to give more to one person they feel is more fitting, because it could cause some level of kina. And the Bach points out that the Rambam explicitly wrote only Bechayev, only in his, in his lifetime, but it seems in a will that this halach will not apply, and the Torah is seemingly applying it to be careful not to cause jealousy even after one passes in their will. And it's interesting to note that Torah Tumimah suggest that the reason for this is because of the special mitzvah to fulfill the words of the deceased. Therefore, the concern of causing jealousy is only in one's lifetime. But after one passes, there is no longer a concern for jealousy because it's a special mitzvah to fulfill the words of the dead. And I certainly hope that's the way it is. No one should know of any horror stories of people that are fighting over Yerusha's over inheritance. And the Torah, though, seemingly applies this to even in one's life, even after one passes, that they should not, they should be, they should be fearful that perhaps um, distributing the inheritance could lead to jealousy. But it is interesting to know, for some reason, the Torah Tumimah is surprised by this, 
on our parasha over here that in Shulchan Aruch, this halacha is not mentioned. They don't bring this drasha, but the Rambam in the Torah do bring this drasha, the halacha, that a person should not differentiate. So whatever one's custom is, regards to Hanukkah, the Hanukkah presence, everyone should have a wonderful Hanukkah.